Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. And now that heart is beating fast And that's the rhythm I can dance to I'm mighty glad I've got a chance to That one big heart that's beating fast Tomorrow morning let it rain Tomorrow morning let it pour Tonight we're in the groove together Ain't gonna worry about Stormy weather Gonna kick all trouble Out the door Well, 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 we're back on Radical Australia, streaming live on 3cr.org.au. If nature calls, you find your partner in bed with somebody else, (laughs) don't despair. The program is podcast. You can access the podcast by going to 3cr.org.au. And Dale is back. Am I so pleased to see (laughs) you back, Dale? Last week was very difficult. I had a very serious 3CR station worker on the other end of the phone. Oh, oh. Well, I hope it went well. Well, it did work. It did go very well, but it was a bit too professional for me. I usually (laughs) like to make mistakes, and unfortunately I didn't actually make any. But today, I will be able to make some. We do have a a young guest, which is unusual. Hello, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Introductions, please, Joe. Karina. Ah, Edo. <laughs> That's good enough. Well, well tell us that for now. So come on. Um, oh, in, in Spanish, it's Karina Edo. Karina Edo. In, uh, in English, it's Karina Edo. Rhymes with, I don't know. Do. Yeah, do. Yeah. Play do. I prefer the Spanish version. So tell us the Spanish it's version. It's nice, isn't yeah. it? Karina Edo. Karina Edo. Aedo. Aedo. Mm-hmm. Karina Aedo. That's better. I like that. Yeah, Karina Aedo. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, we asked two questions, and obviously the producer, Dale, has warned you about this. Wait, 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 wait. Can I ask you a question first? <laughs> well, you can try. Whether, <laughs> whether I answer or not, it's a different matter. But Just in answer. terms of that little intro you did, yeah, yeah. if you did catch your partner in bed with someone else, mm. why would you want to stick around to see it and then listen to the podcast later? Well, Wouldn't you, you want to get to the, you know... Will you be get away as soon as possible? Not necessarily. There's there's different ways. Sometimes people get violent, and sometimes they just walk out and cry in a corner. Uh, either way, they're not going to be listening to your delicate toes, Karina. <laughs> to whoever so, that's happening to right now. Yeah, so they won't be listening to you, and we want them to listen to you. We don't care about their miserable lives and what's happening in their lives. It's you we care about. I care about you. <laughs> the listeners care about you and Dale cares about it's you. It's true. It's true. For the next 56 minutes, you will be loved platonically. Now. And consensually. And consensually. Can you have consensual platonic love? Oh, of course. Oh, I wouldn't know that. Now, what year were you born? Just to, just to, you know. Um, I was born in 1992. Excuse me, 1992. You're not even out of the womb. Does that hurt a little bit inside? No, it doesn't. It no, does it just shows me. <laughs> that was the year I went to uni. Yes. Yeah. Well, my, my uni number, 97, uh, 97, 93. Yeah, I think I was over 50 then. I can't remember. <laughs> 
Is that terrible? Yeah, it was over 50. Oof. Yeah, it was terrible, terrible year. But, um, <laughs> 1992. That was a boring decade. Did oh, you, contrary. Did you remember much about your early life? No, not particularly, actually. Not really. No. What's the first thing you can remember about hmm. being on planet Earth? See, I've been thinking about this one for a while. You've been thinking about this one Well, for I know you always ask that lame uh, question, and I just wonder about it. Mm. I had a very poor memory as a child. Mm. I reckon I put it down to a poor sense of smell. But I've come up with a memory for you. Good. When I was about two years old... <laughs> I choked on a coin on my front porch in Kingsbury Mm -hmm. and my dad had to smack me on the back really hard and then I think he ended up fishing it out with his fingers. Mm. Um, Mm. Yeah, and I was talking to him about it this morning actually and I was like, how old was I? I was like, oh, I think you're about two. Mm. I was like, you've never been very good with money, Karina. (laughs) (laughs) Now, 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 Karina, did he kind of suggest that he did the wrong thing by... Helping you? No, it actually. You're, you're, not, a, you're not a problem child. Then. No, I don't think so. I did Good. shove a lot of stuff in my nose. Right. I was one of those kids. I think. Uh, I think the coin thing happened a few times. Uh, look, I was. I've seen my grandson a few weeks ago, and they said, "I oh, guess where he were last night, Frankston accident emergency. Why he stuck some stuff up his nose." <laughs> So it's a child thing, okay? He's four. You were two. Don't worry, they all do. I don't know why, but uh, yeah. So. You were born in Melbourne? Yes. Really? I was born at the Royal Women's. Royal Women's. And uh, you, obviously your father's alive. Is your mum still alive? Yep. Yep. And obviously we can't say anything about them because they're still alive. You can't tell us the truth. Well, I can't talk shit about them. That's can right. I say that on the show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, yeah, you can say. You, you can talk about faecal material emanating from the anal orifice of a male cow, which is bullshit. Okay? <laughs> That's great. If you keep talking like this, I won't need to... Yeah. Put too much into the interview, will I? Well, you're not, you're, not, you're not expected to put much. You're only a youngster, so I've got to fill in time. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't think your life has been that exciting, but obviously you're <sighs> going you're to tell us it is. So where did you go to primary school? Oh, I, um, I went to two places, actually. Mm-hmm. One of them was the Maharishi School for the Age of Enlightenment. Excuse me. Yeah, right? Would you say that again? No, <laughs> never were, again. Were, you, were, your, were your parents <laughs> counterculturalists? And or something? No. Okay, so my mum, well, it was only for about a year and a, and a bit, maybe uh, two years. Uh, um, I was a really shy kid. Uh-huh. And this particular school was near our house, and there were only 31 children in the school, including my sister and I. Mm-hmm. How, so old, she how old was your sister? She's uh, 18 months younger than me, younger, a year and a half. Right, yeah, right. So we went there, yeah, and then we moved house, and I went to North Fitzroy Primary. you remember anything about the Maharaji whatever school? Oh, um... Any chanting? A few things. Yeah, we uh, did have to say grace in Sanskrit before right. lunch every day, uh-huh. and we did walking around the school grounds uh, as, like, some, I don't know, form of pre-meditation. Uh-huh. Um, pre-meditation. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But they did do this weird flying meditation stuff. Flying? Like, no, what, they throw you off the top of the building? No, there was an auditorium full of, like, mattresses and pillows and stuff, and yeah. they'd just sit there cross-legged and jump forwards. And jump that was, forwards, yeah. It was like yeah, a, yeah. a trance. I don't know. I was too young to understand. Sounds very sexual. That's all right. Now... Don't go there, mate. No, I'm Come not on. going there. I'm not going you there. You know I'm better just, than that. No, I don't. I'm, just, I'm old. I'm, I'm a vecurim bambinito. Now, you, you speak Spanish fluently, so you know what vecurim bambinito means? No. Well, it's a pleasant term they use for old people in Italian. It means an old person reborn as a child. In other words, a dickhead. An adultescent. Oh. Yeah, no. No, just a no. child. Not even that. <laughs> not, not even an adolescent. Oh. All right, so... What did your parents think of all this? I mean... Of what? You going to this Maharaji school. Did they understand what was going on? I don't know. My mum was a Buddhist at the time. I'm pretty sure she's always been fairly progressive. They weren't, you know... What's what's flying meditation going to do to a kid? <laughs> I turned out all right, right? Well, that's your opinion. We'll find out <laughs> during the interview. <laughs> all right, okay. Was the next school a bit more orthodox? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, where they poked fun at you and laughed at your name and that type of stuff? Or mm. not? No, I was still pretty shy. I just... Um... You were shy? Yeah. <laughs> I reckon I still am. No one believes me. <laughs> Well, the most valuable people are the shyest. You know, I hate talking to people after I finish a program. And um, before. And before. Are you <laughs> trying to hint something to me now? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying. I can Stay I, away, Karina. Yeah. Stay away. I can understand. I can understand, Karina. I can understand where you're coming from. You know, shy people tend to... What's the word? They tend to exaggerate. They want to be part of the crowd. Yeah, this isn't the real me. No. <laughs> the whole thing's a giant Can farce. I Can I charge you for this session? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the real me. I love it. All right, so is there anything you excelled at at primary school apart from telling tall stories? I liked reading a lot. Did you? Yeah. Mm. I because I was so shy. Mm. This is pre Maharishi days. I uh, kind of bullied my mum into teaching me how to read before I went to school because I I thought everybody else would know and I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know, right? And you knew and nobody else knew. Is that what happened? Yeah, and it was boring as hell. Yeah, just they're a bit slow. <laughs> yeah, I can understand like that. that. But did, did you excel at anything in primary school? Were you? One of these physical types? No, not at all. Not because all? of the whole reading thing, it was like a familiar place to fall back to when, right. when you know, that you thing of like you, you're too yeah. shy to hang out with the other kids, so you just sit inside and right. Read, right. read books. So I assume, like me, you don't remember much about primary school. No, not too much. No, it's... it's did you realise at that stage that you had any particular skills, you know, that other kids didn't have? I like to draw... Mm. Um, you like to draw. I was quite bright in primary school, I think, but mm. I was also quite lazy and chatty. Like, I just, you know... But you're shy. That how classic... Come you, how come you're chatty? Chatty? You're telling me you're ch- shy, now you're chatty. Well, I'm distractible in distractible. class. Right, you know, right, right, right. At lunchtime, I'd be inside reading or reading, drawing right. But or in whatever. class, you were the clown. Yeah. Yeah. All right. why, why do you think that? Because it's boring. All right. Okay. This is what all the intelligent kids tell me. Not that I've interviewed many on this program. Well, that school's boring. No, that everybody, almost everybody. I even had one guest who was 19 and he had been expelled from preschool. How did he get expelled from preschool? You don't want to know. He told Ooh. us the whole boring details. 
it, it involved biting, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't one of the other students. <laughs> so I think it was one of the teachers, but we won't get down that path. Well, I think we already did. Did you? Did your parents take much interest in your education? Or they just went to school and came home, or? Yeah, no. My mum, my parents separated when I was a very uh, young right. kid, so mm. I was with my mum most of the time. Mm. With mm. my dad a lot of the time as well. Mm. Um, and yeah, they they cared. Yeah. I'm not saying they didn't care, but I mean sometimes parents, you know, they just send their kids to school and the kids come home and they say, "Oh, is that your report? Do I really have to go to school for the report?" <laughs> Day. All right. Uh, uh, were they born in Australia, parents? No. Where did they come from? They were both born in Chile. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of funny, actually, because they didn't know each other in Chile. They met here. Mm-hmm. So were they, were they that great wave of uh, political immigrants, left-wing immigrants that came into Australia? Yeah. The only wave of left-wing immigrants that's ever come into this country. You know that were the Chileans? Are you serious? The Whitlam Labor government let them in. That's right. I'm deadly serious. Every other wave of immigrants has basically been conservative and uh, have been fleeing left-wing governments. But the Whitlam Labor government in 72 opened the door to Chilean refugees. How old were your mum and dad when they came here? Oh, good question. Um, my mum was five. Right. And her whole family came, or her whole immediate family came. Mm-hmm. And my dad... Jeez, I don't know. I should probably know this. Um, maybe like 18 or something. So right. he came later. Right. She came in about mm-hmm. 75, 76. Mm-hmm. And my dad came right. probably in the 80s. All right, let's move on to high school. Where did you go to high school? I went to Princess Hill Secondary College. Ah, a good public woman here. We used to get a lot of horrible little... Private school kids here. That's good. Snotty little brats. No, no, they're just snotty adults. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, or rebels who've been kind of, you know, have been so disgusted. But uh, you went to a public school. Princess Hill's got a bit of a radical reputation in, in that period when you were going to school. Yeah, a little bit. Mm. Um, I ended up leaving there for VCE, though. I Why? went elsewhere. Why? I don't know. Um, too airy fairy for you, was it? No, not like that. I think I just, I think I was a bit of a bully in school, and I, and I, 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 I burnt some, burnt some bridges socially, and was like, no, nah, I should probably get out of here and start afresh. You were a bully. Yeah, something like that. And you will admit to that that you were a bully. Yes. Were you physically larger than the other kids? No, but once I did bite a boy for being sexist. And you weren't expelled. Like my guest, first guest, my guest, the four-year-old was expelled from preschool. No, I wasn't expelled. Maybe it's my, I don't know. He just looked and said, really, did I bite him? Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. That's interesting because, you know, most people play the victim. Now, you're playing the bully card in high school. How, how were you a bully? What did you do? <laughs> just out oh, of interest, you know. I don't know. I Because um, you may not have been a bully. Maybe that, maybe, maybe that was, maybe I'm not a bully. Maybe I'm just making a story up about myself. Mm. But maybe it's also something that I played up a little bit because I was shy. I don't yeah. know. Mm. I can't give you a straight answer, Joe. No, so you've got centre of attention type of thing? Or? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. All right. So where'd you go to do VCA? I went to Coburg Senior High School. It's worse. Yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> what did you find interesting about Coburg Senior High School? This would have been about, what, 28 or something? 2008 or something? Um, yeah, yeah. 
It's all right. Uh, we, we do have a cough button, but it doesn't work. So because this is a real live interview, you are allowed to cough. No, I actually needed to burp, but I didn't want to do it right into the mic. Well, I thought that might be a little, well, a little disgusting for well, your as listeners. Well, as long as you don't have to fart, I'm happy. You can burp Well, you have mic. a mic there too. Well, no, 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 no. But it travels up the back of the pants, and, you know, depending on the volume being... Having that vegetarian stuff, as I said, not a good idea. Oh, lentils. Oh. You can't hold them in, though, Joe. You get bad breath. Do you? No. No. All right. No. <laughs> all right. Now, did you excel at VCE? Did I excel at VCE? Um, not really. I did a very strange range of subjects. I did um, biology psychology, I did maths, methods, and studio Mm. arts, Mm. which were all very different, oh, and literature, Mm -hmm. which were all very different kind of modes of studying, I guess Mm. you'd say. Um, So, I don't know, I kind of stopped caring about methods halfway through, but somehow scraped by, and then... uh, Studio arts was one of those things of just like I I just would put in all the work very last minute. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a recurring ta- theme in my life. But you were talented. You didn't need to work, did you? Well, I think maybe that's what the whole like learning to read too <laughs> early set me up for. That's right. You know, going back a few steps during those first seventeen or eighteen years while you were at primary and high school, did your mother take you back to Chile? Yeah. What, um, what year was that? Ooh, I can't remember the year exactly, but no. I went how back old, when I was old? 11, 11 right. for about five months. Mm-hmm. And then five I, months? Yeah. Oh, did you know any Spanish? Five, maybe four months, actually. Did you actually know any Spanish when you went back? Yeah, a little bit. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm. We, we always went to Spanish school and stuff growing up. Mm-hmm. Um. But it was a really fun trip. So my my dad's side of the family all kind of lived there. So where's the? Uh, in Santiago. Right. Well, yep. in Santiago and a few like little towns yeah, around. Yeah. Um, but my grandma is really into swimming, so we go swimming. swimming every day. Swimming. Over the summertime. In Santiago, swimming. At the public pool, yeah. Uh, public pool. Yes. And she was into swimming. Yep. She was an Olympian, was she? No, but she still, up to last year, has done competitions in her age, age group in oh, various so one of these 80-plus gold medalists you hear about. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with that. They just put people like me to shame. Yeah. You know, although I can't even dog paddle anymore. <laughs> you know what? She eats lentils too. Oh, <laughs> God. So what did you think as an 11-year-old going to this different place i loved it it was so much fun our grandparents built their house in a in a suburb in santiago and my grandma keeps a jungle of a garden Mm. my grandpa fancies himself a bit of an inventor so he's got gadgets and bits and bobs and it's all very rustic Mm. um because they never had too much money Mm. and we had cousins our own age so we'd go on trips to my auntie's house an hour away in the back of my grandpa's van with a mattress thrown in the back and we just rolled around and ate food and mm. went camping and... Did all the great things. All the fun things. I'm a bit confused, which is not difficult for me to be confused. You said your mother came here when she was five. Yep. So who did she come with? Who did mum come with? Yeah. Her family. 
What, her mother and father? Yes. So these are your... My dad's parents. parents. Yep. And how about on your mother's side? Any? Did you meet any relatives when you were there? Uh, yes. I did. I met when I was young. Uh, it's a long time ago. Let me mm. see if I can... Well, all of her aunties, all of her mum's sisters are there. Right. Um, so we met them. We didn't spend a huge amount of time with them. Mm. But... Um, because their side of the family is quite big right. and complex. Is, is, is there a political divide between both sides of the family, do you think? Between my mother and my father's side, you yeah. mean? Yeah. I don't think so. You don't think so. Okay, all right. Just, just, just interesting, because he came at 18. He would have, wouldn't have come as a refugee like your mum and her parents. I think the way he's explained it to me before is that he kind of did because a lot of pressure was being put on students at that time and he was studying at that time. Right. Um, the way that I've always known it in my head has been a little bit more like, so my grandpa on my mum's side was in a union Mm -hmm. and they had to leave because one day there was a hooded figure on the back of an army van Mm -hmm. at the factory he worked at as a carpenter Mm -hmm. pointing out union members Mm -hmm. and they were getting thrown in the back by militia. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas my dad's side of the family have historically been not not apolitical per se but um they were always a lot poorer so i think on some level they did kind of fly under the radar in a different way because mm. this this was real evil people just disappeared yep and during that period in uh, chile and argentina they just disappeared mm. they died they were killed all right so you come back you graduate what did you do um, gee, I can't remember. All those years ago. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you've done VCE. You've done VCE. You must have done something after. I went VCE. to Chile again with my sister at one point. What actually. after VCE or before VCE? After, after. What? You took a gap year or something? I guess so. You went back to Chile. Yeah. What for? To see our family. Oh, how did that go? To spend some time. We lived there for a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it went really well. We went for like six six months. Mm. Extended holiday, no working. Yeah, we yeah. uh we rented an apartment in the first port town. Mm. What's that? City, first port city actually, Valparaíso, right. it's called. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful. And mum came to visit us there, and we spent a lot of time. I spent a lot of time with my cousin, who's my same age. Mm. We bonded a lot, so... Did did you feel like you wanted to stay, or did you feel that you wanted to come back to Australia? Um, It was very a very different experience for both of us. I started seeing someone there, so naturally, being young and foolish, I wanted to stay. Mm. My sister had a much harder time of it. Her best friend passed away while we were there, Mm. so she had to come back, um, and she was distraught. Mm. So, no time you actually thought you were going to stay no i never thought i never thought i'd be there indefinitely Mm -hmm. there was always a return date Mm -hmm. was it was it is it a hard life yeah i would say i would say so it's like there's a lot of there's a lot of similarities sometimes with my family i'd get some snide they weren't meant to be snide remarks but like oh how is it in the first world and i'd be mad because you know certain things are like well it's just exactly the the goddamn same Mm. but it's not really like 
Medical care is very, very different. Um, living wages are very, very different. Um, support systems are very, very different, governmental ones anyway. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, because as, as you realise, as you know, obviously, that Chile was the great experiment, the yeah, great privatisation. Bullshit. Yeah, the great privatisation experiment. I mean, and nothing really changed, did it, after 1989 when the Pinochet regime was removed from office, did it? No. Mm. Aren't they one of the only, or the only country that has privatised water? One of the few, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going... We're Not working, everywhere. We're, walking, we're working towards that in Australia. We really are. Yeah, yeah. We've, got, we've got a water market and you know, investors buy mark water, but they don't it's actually disgusting. have farms. It's, it's, and it's you've nice. got to pay for water and... No, it's, nice. it's nice, it's nice, I like it, I like it. We <laughs> could make nice. a buck, we could corner the water market. You've got a few hundred billion you can lend me? Well, isn't Chile the home of El Dorado, the city of gold? Do you listen, Joe? <laughs> Didn't I start this interview saying that I had money issues? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you tell everybody. We know every South American is rich. There's that lost city somewhere in somewhere. South America. Yeah, it's made out of gold, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, if you could see the look on Karina's face. Haven't you heard of the, the great Spanish conquistador legends about the lost city, the Inca city made of gold? Have you never heard about that? <laughs> it's why you've got Spanish... That's why you speak Spanish. <laughs> Is it why I speak Spanish? Yes. Conquistadors, you know, slaughtered the original inhabitants looking for this great El Dorado. It was Spanish folklore. The lost city of gold. Yeah, but pillage, pillage, that doesn't... I'm not, I'm not a part of this. Yes, you are. You're a product. Oh, We're all products. We are all products. We're all products. You're a pro- product of your upbringing. That's why I asked you about your parents and Chile. That's why I've asked you. You're a product of all that, and you know. The interesting thing is, actually, my grandpa on my dad's side Spanish, but he came escaping the Spanish Civil War. Uh-huh, that's right. <laughs> did he? Who, who did he fight for? Um, his family from the Basque region. All oh, right, so he was a Basque separatist. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, well, that's interesting because a lot of Spanish used to escape. You think you've got any uh, traditional blood in your family? Because a lot of South Americans have. What does traditional blood mean? I mean traditional. Like uh, blood uh, in the traditional sense? No, no, no. I, no, no, I'm no, not no, a vampire. No, 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 no. I'm talking about having um, indigenous, li- in indigenous uh, links. <laughs> Your family has a lot of... Well, the woman that he married is an Indigenous woman. Right. But all of her culture mm. um, is something that we can't access. She was adopted, so we right. don't know anything really yeah, about that. Interesting. The same story, isn't it? The Stolen mm-hmm. Generation, same story. All right, let's get back to you. You get your VCE result. How did you get it? What do you mean, how did I get it? Well, did you get it on the phone, in the paper? What, how did you find out? Or you didn't bother? I got it on a piece of paper in a letter. I'm pretty sure. Oh, and what did it say? What did it say? I got a 69. <laughs> well, that's not bad. That's not bad. It's not. We're not going to laugh about 69. That's that's crude, Dale. She started it. <laughs> I mean, you've got to make light of it somehow. Totally. Well, you do. You got a 60. And what does that um, allow you to enter? What type of profession? Um, I got into a science degree. What? You did literature in high school and you went to science. What for? I don't know. 
I liked biology too. Right. I was pretty good at bio. All right. So I did. I studied science at university. Which university? La Trobe. Oh, right. Look, it's uh, 4.29 going on to 4.30. Oof. This is a Radical Australian Community Radio 3CR, streaming live on 3cr.org.au. Dale's doing all the dirty jokes. I'm trying to conduct a straight interview here. <laughs> We've, let's get it right, Joe. Karina Adol. Karina Adol. Adol. エドエドエドカリナエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエドエ
All right, shall we finish the interview now then? Because, you know, everything I say obviously is... No, 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 no. It's just his... It's just no, his no, 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 no. It's, 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 you know, it's not... You know, the t- look, I know people who sabotage themselves. I've been a doctor for 44 years, and I know people who sabotage themselves. I don't think you do. I think maybe you have trouble... Uh, organising yourself (laughs) (laughs) but I don't think you actually go out of your way to sabotage yourself Did you start your degree um, pretty much straight after you left school? I mean you went away for that I pretty much did actually Mm. I I did and then I failed everything Mm. in one semester and then I think I took 18 months off Mm. Mm. And did you find it was like because I dropped out the first couple of times I did uni and then went back um, in my mid to late twenties, yeah. and just powered through it, and I like, had a completely different perspective on study. Did you find like you you had looked at it differently, or was it any easier? I was such a nerd. Like my li- the library <laughs> was my favourite place. I research, research, we research. Two sisters here in the studio. Yeah, it depends. It depends what actually because. There were a lot of first and second year subjects that I was just like, meh, this kind of sucks. It's just like going through the motions and there's no real end point to it. But I really enjoyed and excelled at some of the more interesting third year subjects that were like, oh, no, wait, this is applied microbiology. Oh, no, wait, this is the the botany department was amazing at La Trobe, at least when I went there. Um, we'd have week-long excursions to certain places and and be doing field surveys and and it was the ecological side of botany that I majored in anyway. So a lot of it was like local flora and ecological dynamics and stuff and I found that stuff super engaging. Mm. Once it was a real and concrete thing mm. beyond, you know... It's the concept. Yeah, the yeah. mitochondrion, you know. <laughs> the famous mitochondrion. Yeah. I remember the mitochondria from third year medical school. I still never learned cellular respiration. Oh, well, don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. The cells it don't care. It doesn't bloody matter, no. They keep breathing. Unfortunately. Whether you like it or not. Now, I was very interested in these trips you did as a student, these field trips. Is there any particular place that you went to that sticks in your mind? Oh, there were beautiful places. Like? In second year, we went to a place called Natamuk, mm-hmm. um, which was... In Western Victoria, so west of Horsham, um, and we went to the Little Desert National Park to do field surveys, um, and it was just a beautiful landscape. Mm. Like I still think that possibly that's my very favourite mm. kind of ecosystem that I've seen so far. Like desert. Yeah, like desert heathland stuff. Dry sclerophyll. Oh, it was beautiful. We were doing flora surveys there. Um, and we we had a test at the end, which, you know, I love. <laughs> That's right, yeah, yeah. Um, that was just five, no, it was ten. It was ten mystery plants mm. from the site that we were surveying, and we had to name the... Um, the genus, species, and family, mm. Mm. and I loved that. Mm. We made herbaria, um, got to press plants. Mm. It was really mm. nice. Mm. But then in subsequent years, we got to do other shorter field trips, but really mm. good ones to, like, Mount Hotham. Mm. Um, we went to Cape Conran, which was incredible, mm. beautiful, beautiful place, mm. um, and that's far on the tippy-tippy east. Right. Um, and... 
one other place that I can't remember. The Altways. Uh, are there any places you go to these days? Um, look, when I can, but I can't drive. <laughs> you can't drive. So I rely on others for that oh, stuff. Yeah. I'm learning. You're learning, which is good. Which is I'm good. learning a manual, manual oh, drive. Excuse me? Why are you learning on a manual? <sighs> it's a good skill to have. Why? Because I've always loved Emmanuel. Emmanuel. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't I know. I I I go, I'm not going to go there. No, path. don't. <laughs> you just did. Yeah. Um, nah, I I actually just really prefer it because I'm very distractible. So mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to right. press the button. Go. So you're a four wheel drive, gun in the back, kill the animal type. Well, I'm a cyclist, so you're I'm a always cyclist. a little a bit cyclist. a little bit twitchy. Yeah, I would be, yeah, because people roads. like me on the road, so you've got to be twitchy. Coming up here every every time I come mm. on Smith Street, All right. it's mm. a fun time. Did you get into any paid employment after you finished your university studies? <laughs> <laughs> says, no. No. Why, because it's difficult or because you find it... Um, well, I actually did honours after that degree, right. and I had a, a really not fun time of it. Mm, mm. Um, of honours? Of honours. And was bad supervisor or? Well, I don't want to besmirch the good name no. of La Trobe University, do <laughs> no, I? No, no. Um, no, of course not. Of course not. Like I said, I called. No. People, people were calling Mr. Dutton a pig. And I said, look, why would you insult pigs by comparing them to Mr. Dutton, the Home Affairs Minister? I assume it's the same thing you're telling me about the good name of La Trobe University? No, I. No, it no. actually, it actually partially was my fault. I handed in probably all of my three main assessments, Mm -hmm. so an essay, a literature review and a thesis, Mm -hmm. all about a week and a half late with no explanation or extension. (laughs) Yeah. And so I had a big talking to after Mm -hmm. I came in on the day that I finished my thesis to print it, Mm -hmm. which was 71 pages long, by the way, Mm -hmm. um, by both of my supervisors. And I had had about two nights sleep in Mm -hmm. about a week. And I came in to print it out, and they sat me down in the office like, well, what's going on? And I just, I was a mess. Mm. I was bawling. And they mm. kind of just sat me down and were like, look, you probably had the chance to get a really, really great mark, but you spoiled that for yourself, and why didn't you ask for help? Mm. Mm. Um and what are we going to say? So obviously you can't do a PhD now, considering maybe I wanted to. I didn't know what I wanted at the time. Um, they said, you probably can't do a PhD now because you're probably going to get an H2A, which I did, mm-hmm. which is the second mark down right. from the highest mark you can get. Um, and they also, like, I don't remember too much, but they also said stuff like... Um, well, what are we going to tell people when they call us up asking for a reference? Like, what can we tell them? <laughs> so I've never it's really... unreliable, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I've never yeah. really felt confident in Fair applying enough. for a bloody okay. job. All right, let's, let's go back to some interesting things. Do you want to hear... My, <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, you want to hear my little desert story. It's really pathetic. Because <laughs> I've got a little desert story. Pathetically interesting, apparently. Well, it is pathetically interesting. But I don't think I have a choice in this. You're going to tell <laughs> no, me this no, desert story. I'm going to tell you. It's, it's, it's pathetic. It's totally pathetic. Oh, it's not a little story about a desert. It's your little desert experience. story. Yeah, right. yeah. What happened at Little Desert for you? Well, the, the earth didn't move, so you can relax. I was, um, 
I was doing research for my doctorate of medicine, right? And I was following up all these accidents which uh, where people became paraplegics or quadriplegics. I'm in the middle of the little desert in October, right? Middle of nowhere. I'm trying to track down where this bloke's had his bike accident, his trial bike accident, where he's become a paraplegic because I want to do some photos, you know, for the doctorate, blah, blah. I'm there in the middle of nowhere and all of a sudden... These, these jeeps come roaring down from the sand dunes. You know the sand dunes all over the place? They come roaring down and surround me. I'm going, what's going on? And these men in uniforms come out. They were park rangers. They thought I was stealing eggs. Could you imagine me here in the middle of the little desert <laughs> saying, oh, I'm actually doing research <laughs> on an accident and this is the bloke's x race. <laughs> Could you imagine so <laughs> they were rangers or something. Yeah, yeah. And they're looking at me. They're going, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." Like Mally, Mally fowl legs. Yeah, yeah. 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 They say, "Yeah," because you can get a lot of money for them. And 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 they go, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." You know, yeah, yeah. She had pulled the other one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but eventually they left when they searched the car, didn't find any eggs. But I just was. It came back to me. I'd forgotten all about it. What Thanks a great for cover. Oh, oh, you blew my cover. There's going to be, you know how there are there are copycat serial killers. There's going to be like a little a little copycat. People going to go out to the little desert with X-rays. With yeah, with (laughs) X-rays. I'd say I'm looking for it. An underpants full of emu wren eggs or something. (laughs) All I can say, Karina, is I hope you're right. I hope you're right. So, how have you been filling in your time then since you graduated? You've been involved in. kind of radical activities or um not really really. i think i think i was so damaged from that experience (laughs) actually that it took me a very long time to Mm -hmm. fully recover from it i did have a couple of like cruddy hospo jobs and all that sort of stuff um and currently i'm just very unemployed Mm. (laughs) i bake a lot of bread i ride my bike a lot i do Mm. swimming and i think for the first time since, you know, that probably that chilly trip, I've just actually just decided to take some time for myself and mm. figure out what it is I actually really want. And what to do, yeah. Because how old are you now? 27. 27, you're not that old. You're knocking you're on you're death's door. <laughs> oh, knocking on death's door. Look at Dale, she's knocking on death's door. I'm dead. <laughs> 27. <laughs> she's so old, Dale. Could you imagine that? So, I was 27 when I went back to uni. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You bake bread? Yeah. What type of bread? Um, mostly sourdough, mm-hmm. um, just rye blends, like light rye. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you use the same sort of um, yeast like for your sourdough? Like your yeah, well, I kind of cheat, actually. So I use a sourdough starter, which is right. just wild ah, yeast that I cultivated yeah. from, quote-unquote, the environment, which is just flour and water yeah. in the right conditions. Your um, botany lessons came in handy, didn't they? And microbiology. Yeah, I was going to say, mate. Yeah, you done you're, it. you're a doctor. You yeah. should know better. You know, you've done really well there. You've combined I know, them well. I know they call it, you yeah, know, personal yeah, flora. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But you should know better than that. that that's right. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Um, yeah, no, so I cultivated that and I've mm. got a little a little sourdough starter ah, um, kind of jar yeah. that I'll, that I'll yeah. feed and use, but I also use commercial yeast because... Yeah. Well, I first... Fair. Yeah, and what's good? Did you, what, you give it away to friends or...? Yeah. yeah. I brought some in for someone at the station today, actually. Well, that's, that's very nice. It's for Dale, I assume. Now, <laughs> Karina, um, when did you walk into 3CR? 
When did I walk in? Yeah. Oof, when I was a kid at some point. How come? Um, Who dragged you into 3CR as a kid? Were you a my <coughs> mum did a lot of work and volunteering here. She did right. breakfast shows up the wazoo and mm. uh, Latin American shows, and I'm sure she worked here for a bit as well. Uh, you want to mention her name? Pilar Aguilera. Why? A legend, an ornament to 3CR. Oh, Completada by Lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She has a show now. Yeah. Um, so I'd spend, you know, long amounts of hours as a snotty kid Looking at hogging, the hogging the computers and playing Neopets. Oh, right. <laughs> I wouldn't know what that is, Dale, would you? know what Neopets is? I'm, no. you know, no, we're a bit dull for that. You know, Just doing dangerous things unsupervised on the internet. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> well, there were no filters in those days. Hey, it'll completed by La Blaise on Wednesday nights, isn't it? Yeah, that's on tonight. It's very mm. much in two hours' time, I think, mm. 6.30, is it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, mostly in Spanish, but I think, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. And they have really good analysis, which is my favourite part of the show. Mm. What is it, English or Spanish or both? Spanish. A little mostly. bit of both, mostly Spanish. Spanish, okay. Now, getting back to you... When Enough of that. No, 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 no. This is about you. So when did you walk into 3CR and started doing something here, apart from fiddling with the computers? Maybe like a year ago mm. or so. I uh, I don't know. I guess I just started by helping do some mail-outs or something. Mm. And then that slowly progressed to doing reception shifts. Mm. Um and just volunteering here and there, doing a bit of admin stuff whenever anyone really needed it. Mm. Um, I did the phones for your Radiothon show this uh, this year. Did you? You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, what else? Well, no wonder we so got such a grain tally. You must have squeezed it out of the poor people who rang. They said, 20 bucks. You said, no, it's 200. Sorry. Or I'm hanging up right now. Exactly. Yeah, you get a doubt. I, I teach yeah. them well. Now well you... fu- wait, wait, wait. Funnily enough, I'm actually doing my very first training. What? Tonight. Training? So I'm going to learn you all get... the things that you never learned. Oh, you're right. I've never... I can't be bothered. Why should I learn the technical aspects of the station? I have... I'm surrounded by talented people who will do things. <laughs> That's a secret to who success. Who will do things special for me. That's... No, no, no. no. Look, look I, I've, I've got a theory. Right, I got a theory. Most radio announcers are garbage, and they're garbage because their mind is split between the panel <laughs> and what they're saying. That's pure speculation. No, 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 no. I've got a theory, Joe. No, no. no. I've got a theory. I think you are a little bit scared of technology. No, not at all. Because, oh, I don't know. You showed me a phone's bad comic in the paper today. You know, all those those boomers and their comics that pretty much equate to, oh, kids and their phones. Phones are so bad. Oh, yeah. And, and... Before we started, you did say, that's not a phone, this is a phone. That's right, this is a phone. Because you don't have a colour screen and you have a real manual button. This is a phone. I don't talk to it, it doesn't talk back to me. This is a phone. Listen, Australia, Joe Toscano is afraid of technology. There, Uh, I said it. I'm not afraid of technology. I know to be a show pony, you need people to do work for you. It's that simple. And when (laughs) when you learn that lesson in life, that there are show ponies and Clydesdales, You'll get a hit. And that's your problem. You haven't learnt that lesson. So, how long's the course? Thanks, Grandpa. That's right. Great Grandpa. <laughs> so, how long's the course? 
Um, I don't even know. Eight, don't know. eight weeks. Eight weeks. Thanks. <laughs> and does that mean you can do what Dale does? I don't know. I hope so. By the so. end of it, you should be able to. Yes. Yeah, right. And that means that at some stage she could actually push for her own program. Absolutely. That's a shocking idea. I know. It's an awful prospect, isn't it? No, it's a great prospect. We need, we need young blood here. We need young blood here. You know what we've got now at 3CR? Stinky old Tuscan blood. No, no. <laughs> worse than that. Worse than that. On the weekend, they're going to nail up the defibrillator here at 3CR next oh, to the first aid kit. That's right. And apparently anyone can use it. Isn't exactly. that delightful? <laughs> Preferably <laughs> who are unconscious and their heart's not beating, all right? Yeah. And the good thing is it'll take you through it. But it's interesting because we do need fresh new blood here at 3CR. A lot of people think broadcasting is dead. I don't think it's dead. I think it's... Uh, Especially not with podcasts now. No, so no. As be- listening to things is becoming... Um, more, more of a norm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Because I think I think you'd make a great addition to the station. I think you've got the sense of humour. Oh, do go on. And you've got, <laughs> and you've got the audacity to, to do well. But you've got to take instructions from these young people at the lessons tonight. You can't tell them you know everything, and you can't storm out in tears. You know that. No, it's fun. The training's fun. <laughs> and I might even be one of your trainers as one. At one ah. No, it's good fun. It is. Oh, no, you'll do well. No, it's always exciting to see a young person come through 3CR. Seriously, seriously. Because it means that 3CR will continue long after our farts like me and Dale are gone. I'm just curious, um, with your background, uh, you know, in flora and, you know, are you an environmentalist or, you know, is there something that... Um Pete, your, you know, interest while you were studying, or is it never? Is it a concern? Mm. Yeah, I mean it is, but at the same time, I don't. I don't know. I'm not super active in the mm. in the area. I could be mm. once I sort my shit out. Mm. <laughs> oh, figure out what you, yeah, want, to what do. you want to do. And about Chile, do you take much of interest what goes on in Chile these days? Oh, yeah, actually I do. Hmm. Seen a bit of... Could you bring us up to speed on what's happening? Oh, in nine minutes? Yes. All right. Or less. Or less. <laughs> um, basically, last week there were lots of student protests about uh, public transport fee hikes. Um, and they were just en masse, like school kids were pretty much en masse just fare evading and helping the general public to fare evade in protest of, of these um, fees. This rapidly, rapidly escalated to generalised protests about the general state of affairs and the neoliberal hell that they're living in currently, which involves things like pensions, uh, heavy privatisation of all amenities, um, the medical system, all sorts of things. Mm. Um, people are just sick of it. They're sick of living the way that they're living. Um, but this is kind of, um, I guess, culminated this weekend into into the president declaring a state of emergency for the whole country and forcing people into curfew um, after a few... Well, actually, a lot of the protests led to... Um, big fires in, in, in many, I think more than 20 metro stations. Right. Um, and it got, it got pretty bad. So this is, I can't remember, the third night, maybe third the fourth? Night. Fourth night. The fourth, fourth night, night of, of curfew. Mm. 
um, that's been called. Um, and people are still breaking the curfew at night. And people are still breaking the curfew at night in most cities. And this is a, a crazy, giant uprising that's happening in the whole country. Mm. Um, and as far as I can tell, it's quite varied. I mean, there is a lot of very focused, very brave, um, very important political struggle happening. Big what do they call them? They call them cacerolazos after a casserole pot because they right. bang pots. pots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and people are people are protesting this legitimate mm. cause, mm. and there have been um, giant backlashes by cops and by the military, mm. and the military presence on the street is massive. Mm. And I can't remember what the death toll is currently, but it's something like 14. Yeah, being shot dead, yeah. Um, mm. And they're shooting rubber bullets and they've mm. got tear gas and the whole lot. And the president hasn't really addressed much of it. He's focusing more on lootings, vandalism and delinquency, mm. which, is, usual, which is yeah. a tool, isn't it? Yeah, it's the usual mm. tool, yeah. Um, but as far as I can tell from people I've spoken to from alternative media sources on my bad, bad phone, mm. um, I think, you know, pe- there's, there's so much hope mm. in amongst the, the rubble yeah. of this country. Well, that's excellent. Sounds like the whole country's in flames. Well, though. it is. It is. Not it's sounds very like scary. It is. And because it's the military there, I mean, they're there to basically control their own people. That's the only reason they're there for. They're oh, yeah. They're not there for, to protect the people from invasion. They're just there to control people. It's so. disgusting. Mm. You, you hope to go back one day? Well, I was actually looking for tickets for September. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I don't think anyone at this point really knows what's going to happen. Oh, you made it. And, you know, like I say, money problems. I can't afford uh, mm-hmm. travel insurance for a country like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to do a bit of saving, maybe find a crappy job or something. A crappy job. Look. Um, I'd like to go soon, soon as possible, though. Uh, 60 seconds. You got any advice for anybody listening to this program, old or young? Advice? Yeah, advice. Yeah. Um... Don't listen to Joe. That's a very good advice. Yeah, I thought so. I re- I, wait, I don't say that. No, no, people are supposed to... You, no, you can't say that because then what I said was untrue. No, no. It's like I a paradox. That. People shouldn't be listening to you or me or Dale. They should actually be, like they're doing in Chile, get involved in... In, in things, that's that's what changes things. Mm. It's not it's not it's not us talking on the radio. I mean, we may be a little drop a drop in an ocean, but it's when people reach that critical response. Mm. Can I give you some advice? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like a granddad. Go and see the Joker. Joker. That's all I'm telling you. You'll be amazed. Will I? With the parallels, what's happening around the world. You'll be amazed. Okay. It's, a tr- it's a 21st morality play for the Morrison government. <laughs> Thank you, Dale. <laughs> yes.
could see no way to keep my body still. When you heard the call, you left me on my own. I could see no reason to find my way back home. He took my body. 